Okay, everybody, we're back for episode 16 of the Real Bodybuilding Podcast, and I'm with a special guest that I've been requested, that has been requested over and over and over again. So I finally got him on because I'm sick of you guys fucking tagging him and telling tell me to get him on. <laughs> Say hello. A few times. Say hello, brother. What's happening, everybody? It's good to be here. I'm excited. The, yeah, uh, man. <laughs> you're having some. You're having some pretty good success with uh, with this and all the people. Luke's been on a bunch of times. I enjoy it. Well, me and Luke have a separate like series that we're doing. That's just us like dicking around. Oh yeah. But I like to get like I so I do two a week, and the, the second one is I try and get different guys on because I feel like nobody knows who the pros are. They just know kind of what they see online. They don't know like the deeper the deeper person behind the Instagram posts and shit. Oh, absolutely. I feel like for you though, I mean, you, you're pretty open with your, your life and the things that are going on with you. So people do know you, but we'll get into it. Maybe there's some stuff they don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the cool thing that you're doing with it is the fact that, uh, it's, it's tough for some people to open up. And I mean, I remember whenever I was competing, it's tough to open up because you don't want to give people too much firepower. They'll, uh, they'll come after you. I noticed that because it's like we're perfect at one thing, but not at everything. Yeah. You know, so I noticed that I, uh, you know, I try and keep things as transparent as possible. So I'm like open with a lot of different things and people pick up on some of the weaker points and they throw them back in your face. And if you're not, if you don't have a thick skin, man, it can really fuck with you. Oh yeah. Especially, especially whenever you're like in competition mode. Yeah. When you're in, you know, whenever you're, whenever you're in a mode of a diet, like, and I, and I haven't been in quite a while, but even whenever I clean my diet up, I'm like, man, like I start, everything starts fucking with me a little bit different. I'm like, oh man, I remember being four or five weeks out and yeah. just, there is not one thing that can be said because you will just lose your shit. Okay. But that being said, actually it's, it's interesting you said that because one of the questions I want to ask you is this, because me and Branch, when you came to guest pose at my show, me and Branch were talking about it and Hey, brother, do me a favor. Turn your phone sideways. See how it looks. Yeah, yeah that's better. I got a better, yeah. like a bigger view of you. Yeah. Okay, cool. So when Branch was here, we were talking about you because you're guest posing. And we were like, if you're not competing, how do you stay in? Because your, your conditioning is like somebody who's, you know, six or eight weeks out. How do you yeah. do that and not, like, how does it not drive you nuts? Like, you're always in shape. <laughs> Cause you're not, I know you're a fat kid at heart. So I'm like, I yes, don't know how this yes. guy's staying in shape all the time. I, 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 <laughs> I do a shit ton of cardio. Number one, number yeah. one is like, I just do a ton of cardio cause I like it. It's, it is my mental calming. Yeah. Like if I don't do my cardio, I will be a prick. Yeah. Um, so it, it really sets my day. But the second thing is, dude, I don't like feeling like shit. Yeah. Like there's that video that we did on YouTube that did, that did pretty well where I was like, uh, I want to be functional and fuckable. <laughs> like, like I just, I like, I want to be, I want to feel good. Yeah. But, uh, and I noticed that me was all about the food yeah. and, and I still eat snacks and everything, but I just have to have control. If mm-hmm. I don't have control, like I'll, I lose control of everything in my life. And, uh, I would say that it's like, I'm strong willed and strong minded, but we all are, you know? Yeah. But my thing was, I, I need to, and this does fuck my personal life up. Uh, I have to stay in a frame of mind where I'm like uh, on my game all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I've made it a point, and it's like if I'm not like that, bro. If I go off my game, I am a 
fuck up. I know what you mean. It's funny you said that. You know what? I I thought I was the only one, but you're totally right. When I'm, you know, when I'm eating the meals I'm supposed to be eating, when I'm going to the gym and doing my cardio and training, and and I'm everything's like clockwork. Yes, I'm good at my business. I'm good at my like social media, my everything, right? Everything. Yeah, but as soon as I go off and like I start binging for a night or something, or I start missing meals, everything else gets fucked up too. Yes. And, and we're such creatures of habit and it's been, it's been a process for me to get to this point because it has, it wasn't like overnight where I was like, you know what, I'm just going to stop eating bad food and do a lot of cardio. <laughs> <laughs> it, it took me a long yeah. time. Like, yeah. cause it, cause I had to figure out what foods I like, bro. I love salty shit. I love pretzels. Right. I like, uh, I like chips, but like, I'm not too uh, keen on ice cream and sweets and stuff. So I was able to control it. But like, there's still times whenever I'd sit down and I eat a whole bag of pretzels and two diet diet ginger ales or something, yeah. wake up the next morning and I'm like, oh, you dickhead. You, you know what, though? And then I just think about it all day. Yeah. But, okay, the bloating factor is shitty. But to be honest with you, for those people listening, I think cheating with two bags of pretzels is better than cheating with a gallon of ice cream. Oh, like, I, like I would rather have a lot of salt than a lot of sugar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it was still, it's still that feeling. And then yeah. like, and then I would, uh, I'd beat up on myself mentally. Yeah. And then I'd be like, oh, you dickhead, you weak pussy. Why'd yeah. you do that? Yeah. And then like, once I got to the gym and trained, I'm like, all right, I feel better now. Yeah. Okay. I feel better. I'm good. And then I'd go home that night and I'd be like, there's a, the, the Doritos. The Doritos <laughs> are in there. <laughs> and, and then I wouldn't know bag. I'd have to bag. But this so, is what I, but this is what I'm saying. How do you manage if you're not like part of the reason I have control is, well, I don't want to look like a really fat fuck, number one, but yeah, it's because I'm, I'm getting ready for a goal or a show or something. How do you have that restraint without having that, that goal there? That is the most difficult thing that I've had to personally overcome was because my goal has to be life now. Yeah. And I'm like, it took me, it has taken me this long to get to the point. I still, I, I still don't do it every day and it still fucks with me, but like, rather than the show or a goal, like the guest posing at your place, I was like, man, I better look fucking good. Because <laughs> I better look good. So it was nice to have a goal, but it's like, if I only do that to myself, I'm limiting my capabilities every day. Yeah. And it, it, and I'm like, okay, why am I doing 40 minutes of cardio every single day, like six days a week? Yeah. I, I don't need to do that. Why am I eating like this clean? I'm like, I could just, I should just fuck eat the Doritos. But then I'm like, the, my life is the goal. Yeah. And like I said, still to this day, it'll be like, there'll be times when I'm like, fuck it. I actually can do whatever I want. It's a Wednesday. But then I'm like, but it'll fuck up my Thursday morning. I won't do my cardio the same way. I won't do this the same way. Like, and that's where that whole functional and fuckable yeah. thing came from because yeah. it's like, I'm still that, you know, perverted 16 year old. I'm like, <laughs> still got to look good to get laid. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but it's, it's interesting you say it that way because when I used to drink, I used to drink a lot when I was probably in my early twenties and I used to say, not that this is a good thing, but I used to save my drinking nights for Saturday night. Oh, because yeah. I knew, because I knew not just because everybody goes out on Saturday, but because I knew Sunday was a day off from the gym. So basically the reason I'm saying that is you're saying it's Wednesday night. I still got to work in the morning. I still got to put in a good day. 
I can't go in there feeling like shit and like fuck up my whole day because I want to eat a bag of of, of Doritos or whatever. Yep. Yeah. So I get what you're saying. It makes a lot of sense actually, because instead of you're just saying your productivity, your productivity level has to be high. Yeah. And that's yeah. your, that's your goal. Ultimate goal. And it, and I still struggle with it because whenever I see, whenever I see someone else that is on a way higher level than me, yeah. I'm like, man, how the fuck did you get there? Yeah. And then I realized that they might be older than me or been doing this, that they've been doing this longer. They figured out their cookie recipe. It's like, it's just how they do it. And I'm like, man, like you operate at a high fucking level. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, how do I increase my level and, and still deal with my weaknesses to, and, and build them up. Yeah. So it's funny. It's, it's, uh, it's funny because when I was younger or and not even that long ago, my competitive spirit only was targeted at the stage. And it's almost like you have found kind of what I'm starting to find now. You've converted that competitive spirit from the stage to just life, which is biz- which in your life is business. Yes. So who is, who is somebody you look at that you go, and I know it's not malicious. Like you're envious that that person's doing well. You want to do well, not in a bad way. You're just like, you're like really I look at this, like, you're listen, really I'm asking questions. <laughs> listen, like <laughs> I look at your success and I think, oh, fuck, I want that. I want that kind of, so like, but it's not malicious. It's like, I'm happy for you. Oh yeah. But I, so who is somebody you look at that you go, yeah, you know what? I want to, I want that. Motherfucker. I just had this conversation last night. Okay. Like I haven't had somebody that like I looked up to that wasn't my dad or, or, or you know, like looking at him and emulating family, family ties and how you take care of your own. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, like Jay Cutler obviously was like the dude back in the day whenever I was 18, 19, I'm like, man, look at Jay Cutler. Yeah. Big wide waisted white guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that was from a bodybuilding perspective and the hard transition for people was to take energy from one thing and direct it into another. Everyone says it, but it's really difficult. It is. Yeah. So over the weekend, I went to the, the natural body Epic block party. It was uh, natural bodies is a retail store up there. They got like six stores do well in New York city, all that happy shit. Yep. The guy that was there, Sal Frisilla, he's uh, Andy Frisilla's brother. Yep. Sal yep. runs the show over at First Form. Yep. I've never met someone that I was actually like, man, boy, if there's one person I'd like to be like, the mentality, how he holds himself, how he carries himself, how he treats people, yep. everything, bro, it floored me. What like, was it? Other- what are some specifics? Because I feel like you, you do well at a lot of those categories. So what are some specifics that you're like, I need to get there? This dude. Okay. So number one, he, I follow him on Instagram. He's, uh, he just does his whole thing with, with his crew, does the family thing, everything. But whenever I was there, every, he's talking to everybody. He treats everybody with respect, makes them feel good about themselves. Everything's great. But the one, when it caught me was, and I've spoke to him a couple of times before, He's walking around this expo and it's before a lot of people started showing up and like, he's been at it talking everywhere. One of his people that worked for him come over and hand him a bottle of water and said, here's water. You need to drink more. You haven't drank all day. Mm -hmm. One of the people that works for him gave, he didn't ask for the bottle of water. Yeah. They came and handed him the bottle of water. I know where you're getting going. Yeah. And said, here, drink this. You drink, need to drink more water. And I looked at him and I'm like, like these people take care of you. And he's like, them or my kids over there we take care of each other and i'm like holy fuck dude these are people that you pay like they're your employees 
there's not many employees out there that come over and watch out for the the owner yeah. or the person that's writing your paychecks. Yeah. Like yeah. they watch out for each other. I'm like, those people will fucking go to the end for them. So what you're saying for those who didn't kind of grasp it, or maybe I didn't, but what I, what I think you're saying is he treats everybody so well and his employees so well that they just care about each other. Oh man. On And, yeah. and I, wa- I watched it and I'm like, that dude right there is one of the baddest motherfuckers I've ever seen. It is an envious thing. You know, there's one, there's one quality I have never been able to master myself that I've always wanted to. And I feel like uh, Flex Lewis is really good at this. If you, when you meet, you're pretty good at, you're good at it too, but like Flex comes to mind at first because yeah. when Flex meets somebody, and John Meadows is good at this too, it's when they meet somebody, that person feels like they're his best friend for the five minutes they're talking to him. Oh, yeah. And I've never been able to master that quality. I, I respect people. I like talking to people. But to make them feel good when they talk to you is like, I don't know if it's genetic. or It's like, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's like a learned, I don't know if you can learn that. But, you know, I, 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 th- I know Flex makes every, Flex is yeah. phenomenal at it. Yeah. He does really well. Like, uh, like if we're, we're whenever in our industry, like Jay is the king of bodybuilding from a marketing standpoint. Man, the man with a plan. But like, Flex is phenomenal because he will smile at you and have a full blown conversation yep. and be so into what you're talking about. Yep, does a really good job of it and give you advice on it. So I, what I, I know what you mean because he does. What I wonder is 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 that. And I'm, I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but is that fake or does he really care that much? No, I think he does because his life is very awesome. Like my life's really awesome. <laughs> his life I love, is very I love, awesome. <laughs> I, love meeting, I love, you think about it. So like, I love meeting all the fans at all these events yeah. because it's like, I, I know what it's like to just to work outside 90 degree heat all summer. Yeah. And like, like you got to go back the next day. And meanwhile, yeah. the people that are on these construction sites, they're listening to podcasts. Their, their, their work and then they do enjoy their life but they think oh man if I was in this position what would I do yeah. and I feel like when I wake up in the morning I say that I am in this position how am I going to handle myself yeah like if I'm going to an expo oh, <laughs> how, how old are you 34 see uh, it's awesome that you I'm going to be like full disclosure for those of people who don't know I did not enjoy talking to people at all, my, my <laughs> I'm sorry. And I, don't, I don't mean it in a fucking asshole way. I, I have like a, I had or have, I don't know how you want to say it, but I've always been an anxious person, like a social anxiety. Sure. So I, I kind of shy away from people. I'm more of an introvert. I don't like to talk to people in groups or people I don't know. And uh, it's crazy. In the last probably two or three years, I've learned to appreciate those little conversations, even online, like even interacting with certain fans online and stuff. And I, and I, I understand now the value of it where I didn't before. Sure. And I, I don't mean value like, Oh, they're going to buy my shirt or they're going to, no, no. I mean like it feels good to have a relationship that oh, yeah. I wasn't able to have previously. Oh, I, I think that's part of just growth and yeah. growing in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, it's, and, and I think that previous experiences of, of how you feel about yourself and how people have treated you play a role in that as well. Yeah. Like, like uh, it's hard to offend me. <laughs> it's really hard to offend me just because like, I'm like, okay, I went through some troubled times in my life and i got my balls busted. I grew up in the shop. I have pretty thick skin yeah. and there are things that bother me. Obviously I have my insecurities, 
But whenever someone calls me, now that I don't have the beard anymore, yeah. but the big thing online that I'd see every every YouTube video, somebody like, here's your favorite juiced out garden gnome. And I'm like, <laughs> you fucking cocksucker. I'm like, I'm you got a, like, you got a call yeah, coming in? There you go. Okay. Uh, and I'm like, you son of a bitch. And I'm like, I guess that I am five foot six. I do kind of look like a garden gnome. I am on juice. I was like, motherfucker's not wrong. Yeah. I was like, so. Those things but, don't really bother. Those don't really bother you though. No, no, they don't bother me. I'm like, dude. And then I, t- I just embrace it. And I, and I yeah. look at them and I go on their page and I'm like, okay, how can I bust his balls back? Because it's, you know, like I said, m- my life's pretty great. If yeah. the worst thing that's going to happen is you call me a garden gnome. Yeah. I'm okay, man. Yeah. You know, it's so. A- and, what and talking and talking to people, it's just it's fun because it, we're we, we are in a sense fictitious, yeah. You know, we, and that's what you're doing with your show is showing people like the real side of everybody, yeah. Because people look at like people look at you at 280 fucking pounds and Luke at 270 pounds shredded and yeah. all this, and it's like that's that's not real. It's yeah, that's not even achievable. But yeah. it's like, yeah, it is, because I'm still the same dickhead I was 10 years ago when I was 100 pounds less. That's right. That's it's right. Just, it's just, I've evolved as a person, and that's tough for a lot of people to do is evolve. So one of the things that people know about you is that you're extremely positive, and you always try and look at the lighter side of things. But you just said in your, just now previously, you said you had some tough times. Do you care to share? Because I think the reason I'm asking is I think people feel – that they can always blame their childhoods for this or childhoods for that, or this past experience is why I'm a dick or this or that. And you seem to have had these previous experiences and still come out, you know, to, 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 the, to behave the way you behave and hold yourself and carry yourself the way you do. No one would think that you had any issues. No. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I agree a hundred percent. I mean, I see a lot of people, uh, say, talk about their past and use it as an excuse. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so I had a really good grown, I had a really good childhood growing up. I just worked a lot. My dad just fucking, bro, this dude still outworks me, 62. Yeah. I don't think whoever give me my day, my day in, in the sun. Uh, <laughs> no, no. No, no way. <laughs> my dad was the same way. <laughs> yeah, God. Um, but no, uh, the trouble of the, the really hard time I went through was with my ex. Uh, she became a full-blown drug addict. Uh, you know, we did drugs in college. We partied. We yeah. did those things like softcore drugs. Yeah, Nothing yeah, yeah. ever like over the top. Yeah. And then uh, we had Adeline in college. So that was like the whole, I was 22 years old when I had a kid. And I'm like, oh, fuck, life's hitting me hard, you know? Yeah, yeah. So my whole adult life's been with the child, which is great. No issues there. But my ex never stopped doing drugs the whole time. Okay. So it was always a battle with, you know, she'd be on, she'd be off, she'd get clean, we'd take her to a clinic, we'd go to a rehab, we'd go to counseling, we'd do all these things, and um, she never got better. So the hard time that came was it's, um, it got to the point where she started doing the really hard shit, yeah. and I said, okay, I said, it's here, this is real, this sucks, this is really fucking bad. I have to stop. I found the, I found the drugs in the house and uh, it was threatening the kids because it was around them. And I said, okay, fucking done, fucking done. And at that point, anybody that has, has anybody that's been a drug addict in their life, they will manipulate the fuck out of you. Oh yeah. 
They oh, yeah. will play mind games with you that will blow your mind, melt your soul, yep. and fucking rip your heart right out of your fucking ass because they'll use things against you. Yeah. And uh, and it seems to be the, the thing with every person that is a drug addict. It's just that's what the person turns into. Yep. So I uh, so at that point I had to remove remove the kids and I from the situation and take action and uh, you know full custody kids and it still fucks with me a little bit because those that person you couldn't help that person yeah couldn't help that person no they have to want to help themselves did everything I could to do what I could to help the person yeah but that person was not willing to help themselves yeah so I at that point you know I became she ran into some really hard times and I took the children. I have full custody of them. And at that time it was just us three uh, on our own and had no fucking clue what to do. <laughs> no fucking clue what to do. I got two little girls and it's just me. I'm like, yeah. okay, really bad situation because yeah. their mother is a, is a drug addict and they need to know why mom's not around, what's going on. All the, And there was screaming matches. There was all kinds of intensity that yeah. was all through the household. It was a really, really bad fucking environment. Yeah, yeah. Like, really, 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 really fucking bad. Yeah. I could go into details. I won't just, we'll just do that. But, like, my kids are still affected by it because they still don't fully comprehend what happened. Yeah, yeah. So I could look at that as saying, this is the worst thing in the world. Uh, most people would, and at that point, I knew that I couldn't do drugs or drink alcohol or do anything. Yep. So for about, Eight months. I didn't drink. I didn't do any drugs or smoke weed. I didn't do anything for eight months. Yeah. yeah. Didn't do shit. I yeah. said, because at this point in my life, this is a this is a defining moment. Yeah. I had to be like, this is a defining moment with my life. If I fuck this up, this is not just gonna affect me, it's gonna affect the kids and it's gonna affect everything I do in life. Yeah. Don't fuck this up. Yeah. You know, and at that point my kids are crying when they're going to sleep. They're crying with me at nighttime. First thing we wake up in the morning, it's like, holy shit, okay, we have to do this. I have to accomplish this and still raise two little girls. And you're still working at the time too, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still working to make money. Well, I just, but no, I just don't want people to think like this was after AAR and you were sitting at home just collecting checks. You were oh, still no. going to a nine to five job. Oh, I was working and then with, and then that's when AAR was, was, yeah. was happening. So, but we you were, were still, company. but you were still doing the nine, nine to five and AAR and with two kids. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, that's yeah. crazy, man. I didn't sleep motherfucker. No, and I can was, imagine. And that's the scary part about this. And, and I was like, okay, like at that point, like I didn't want to drown my stories because I knew I had to feel every single feeling that was going on. I had to feel yeah. the good. I had to feel the bad. I had to feel the regret or the guilt or the anything I had to go through and let it, let this situation play its course on my body. And the only thing that stopped me from, from like killing anybody <laughs> freaking out was yeah. the fact that I have two little girls that dude, they're innocent kids. Yeah. 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 They didn't do nothing yeah. and they needed somebody to keep their shit together so they could grow as people. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, this is time for me to grow as a person and rather look at it as a negative. I said, this is a good thing. The yeah. person that was causing some serious problems and everything is gone. Yeah. We're growing as, as a family together. And one day we will meet somebody and we will have great things if we just stay focused. Yeah. So and I had say my, say that to myself every fucking day in the mirror, dude. Let me every ask day. you, let me ask you because a lot of people in that situation would fall apart. They would, 
turn to welfare or they'd have to go move in with their mom or they would like whatever the case a lot of people couldn't just get up and just put their fucking head down and work do you think that work ethic and your current work like your work ethic for everything you think that comes from your dad yeah it comes from my family yeah i have a i have really great parents what does your dad do oh so my dad's owned a company since he was 20 years old Okay. Uh, but like with my family, it's tight knit. Like we will do anything for each other. Like during this time mm. with all this going on, yeah. my family, my sisters, my brother, my parents, whatever I needed to make sure it happened, but I'm a pretty prideful fuck. Yeah. So like, I didn't want to ask for too much cause I wanted this to, to happen on my terms and in my way. Yeah. So, uh, the, 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 the thing that changed was I broke. Okay. Right? I'm a pretty strong son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Strong-willed. I know what I want. But my thing was, I broke. You broke how? I'm fucking mentally, physically, emotionally. I know, but what does is, what is breaking mean? Like, what happened when you broke? Do you mean you had to go, uh, you had to go to your family for help? Is that what you mean? Or like? No, I just, I, I finally said that. So, I want to be successful at everything that I do. Right. I had a family. Uh-huh. So, I take that very serious. Mm-hmm. It was my ex my kids and i we had a family i tried everything i could to save it to keep it a family because that's how you know my parents have been together for fucking like 50 years you know? oh i see what you Four mean kids, okay. the whole business yeah. i was unsuccessful yeah but that family. that's not really so, still okay go so ahead sorry i i in my head at that time that's what broke me i was like i couldn't do it i couldn't keep this together mm-hmm. i said i am some i'm somewhat of a failure and I broke down emotionally, got all fucking hard on myself. And then like the next morning, whenever that night that, that occurred, the next morning I said, it's okay though. This isn't, this isn't going to define me in my life mm-hmm. because that person and the way I looked at it wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah. The things, the, the things that happen in life, as long as you stay true to who you are and how you feel and do what you believe is the right thing, mm-hmm. I believe are what are supposed to happen. Do you think just just because that occurred doesn't mean that bad will always happen. It's just like I use it as a stepping stone and it took me like breaking, like it took me breaking to realize that. I'm going to assume that you've had this work ethic all your life, but do you think, cause I believe that um, through strife and through adversity, we could become better people. And I think, I think I am who I am because of all the injuries or all the different contract negotiations I've gone through or whatever, whatever bad things have happened along the way. Right. Oh yeah. Do you think you would be the person you are now? Had you not gone through that with your family? Fuck no. I, I, and that, that's positive that came from this. I like who I am. I like where I am. I like what I have going on. Everything that I have today is because of what has occurred previous in in my life. So Mm -hmm. therefore I can't regret anything. I can't get mad about anything. Because mm-hmm. I like the position I'm in. Yeah. Since I like this position so much, the shit that I did that I really wish I wouldn't have did, but I did. <laughs> yeah. I know what it's like. So therefore, now at this point, I'm never fucking doing it again. Yeah. yeah. I know that the things that happened in my previously relationship that occurred, I know the signs. I see what it is. I know when I was good. I know when I was bad. I'm going to use that as growth. Yeah. So I think that it's trouble because a lot of people have a hard time admitting what they're good and what they're not good at. True. Especially, um, especially mentally, mentally more so than physically. 
oh, fuck yeah. A lot of people have a tough time looking at their physique and saying, well, you know, for me, I, I have a wide waist, I need bigger arms, blah, blah. But most, the majority of people have more trouble saying, I'm kind of a selfish asshole. I'm kind of fucking obnoxious or I'm kind of fucking whatever the yeah. personality trait. They just can't do it. No, it's, it's tough. I, it, I mean, like I said, it took, took me a lot. It took me going through that to realize like what a really good life is. And when you mm-hmm. find someone good and how to handle it. Uh, no, that was uh, that situation is what I attest a lot of my life knowledge to because uh, the manipulation factor was where I grew and I'm like, okay, I know when somebody is trying to pull one over on me, I know what it's like. I know I can see their mannerisms. So I can see, I can just see it coming. Yeah. yeah. But the one really, 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 uh, the fucking worst thing that came out of that whole situation, like not all the stuff that came out was good. Yeah. Yeah. Like the worst thing that came out was I have this thing where I can turn my emotions off. Yeah, I think we all, I, I, th- I know what you mean. I can just be like, I can go from being like, yeah. great, everything's good, to yeah. one thing just happening that I don't like how someone treated someone in my family, treated uh, something with my businesses. Yeah. I just shut off, I'll glass over, and I'll be like, yeah. fuck off. Yeah. And it's, it's horrible quality because I do that with people that actually mean something to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I do that, I can do that with anything because whenever I went through that shit, I had to go, okay, I'm not allowed to feel anything because I am, I don't matter because my kids are first. Yeah. I cannot interject my feelings into something that deals with my kids because then they're going to notice. But in that case, it was a good thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? In that case, it worked out, it worked out well for you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that. Because now whenever I'm, I'm like, I'm like, you know, it's been, it's been two and a half, almost three years removed from that situation. And I still have that fucking really bad quality. It's but not the, it's not the worst quality I could think of. No. And that's, uh, and that is why I still have it because I still somewhat agree with you because yeah. I'm like, I still, I still, the way I look at it is it's a protective mechanism yeah. for myself and the people that I love because yeah. if something does threaten them, Hey guys, I know you guys don't like this quality, but here it fucking comes yeah. and it's going to protect, protect you guys. It's, it's, it's funny. I'm the opposite way. I get more emotional. So I would rather be the guy that just turns off than get more fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Oh so, yeah. No, um, I, mean, I got a cool email from somebody yesterday. just this on this topic because I think people know that you've gone through shit and you've come out the other side. Uh-huh. And people see that I've gone through injuries and come out the other side. And I got a cool email from a, a veteran yesterday. Uh, I forget his name. I apologize. But uh, it said, between you and Seth, you guys have helped me conquer my PTSD because you showed me that I can just keep working and get back in the gym and train. And I was like, that's one of the fucking coolest messages I've ever gotten because, I mean, that's actually helping somebody. It's not like helping somebody like, oh, I taught him how to train legs. It's like, actually, I got this guy off the fucking couch and when he was depressed. You know what I mean? So when I, when I hear shit like that, I'm like, it makes it kind of more worth it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, dude. That's, it, it's, 
whenever I hear those types of things, like the reason I do the videos and they're all fuckery and like I say, look good naked, <laughs> and fucking functional and fuckable yeah. and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, like I always say in the mornings, like I like to wake up in the mornings and see my dick. Like I'm like, oh, there it is. I got him still, he's there. Yeah. Okay. Like, so I say those things and it's like, those are the things that in my head are so simple and stupid, but they're such important parts of my life because if there is that guy that's 350 fucking pounds, mm-hmm. he's really out of shape and he's trying to get motivated and he hears me say something stupid like that. Mm-hmm. T- to be honest, the dude hasn't seen his deck yeah. in a while. Yeah. And that's a tough thing. And I say, I'm not going to take it for granted. And then the dude that does lose all that weight, yeah, he loses the 150 pounds or 200 pounds. Yeah. And he's like, and I see him and he's telling me the story about how he lost weight. There was one guy at the Arnold that this is legit. And he yeah. follows us. And I'm, I was, I just saw a couple of progress pictures on the Facebook group he had. And I'm like, this motherfucker sees his dick every morning. <laughs> and it's for as dumb as it is, but that changed that motherfucker's life. Yeah. Yeah. Like you got you have a relationship with your dick. That's right. You're like, how you doing, bud? I see you. Great. We're good to go. Like, if you don't do those things in life, that can change you. Because if I woke up and couldn't see my dick every day, it would change how I would kind of view the rest of myself, what I do. And I'm like, nope, we're good. (laughs) You should come up with a you should come up with a fat loss program called like (laughs) see see your dick. You can see your dick again. No, but, uh, but those are life things where you're like, you know, that change that, that will change your life. It yeah. will change how you view things. And like you said, getting the guy off the couch, he was having a hard time with himself. Yeah. And just, I, I believe that everybody, not everybody goes through the same shit. We're all yeah. not created the same. Yeah. That's the great part about being a unique individual and about being human. Yeah. But there is going to be something that tests you in your life. And it's going to be, it's going to be very, very difficult. And we all can handle different things mentally, but use that adversity to your advantage. And whenever you're going through something, that's like, you're just mind fucked. Mm. Like if you can take a step back and be like, I think this is that time. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is it. Yeah. This is that thing because I can't stop thinking about it. It's taking over everything in my life. I can't even focus when I take a shit. Yeah. Like, this is that moment whenever I have to say yeah. I need to be the best dude I can be. Let me ask you something because I feel like, you know, a lot of people go to therapists and a lot of people need help with their mental issues and whatever. And it's totally fine. But I feel like, and I, without the sound, without trying to sound cliche, I really feel like bodybuilders, if they've been doing it long enough, have more um, introspective thought about their own personalities and about their own, because I feel like no one ever taught me to look inside and go, this is how you are acting. This is how you should act. This is what, this is what you can do to be better, blah, 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 blah. And it's like breaking down a physique, but we're breaking down our, our, ourselves mentally. We, we, you fucking murdered that right there, bro. We're always by ourselves. We are in mm. our own minds constantly. Yeah. Think about Like you said, if you do it long enough, if you completely absorb yourself in yeah. it, bro, yeah. you're always by yourself. Yeah. Like even when people are right next to you talking to you, you're, <laughs> you're still by yourself. I know, I know. When you go to the gym, bro, you're an hour and a half at the gym, two hours in your own fucking world. And you're like, I zone out. Yeah. 
whenever we all say it. Yeah. And we're literally legitimately in our own world. I don't think everybody knows what we mean though. Like we are literally, yeah, we're <laughs> fucked. Like we're fucked. And then you think about it, you're doing cardio by yourself. Yeah. You know what you said that, you know, you said that earlier, somebody said to me, uh, when do you do cardio? And I said, I do fasted cardio, whatever. And they said, yeah. well, it's better for your body if you do cardio after eating, blah, blah. I didn't even care. I said to the guy, I'm not doing cardio to burn fat. I mean, that's a benefit of it, but I'm doing cardio because it, yeah. And I do the same thing you do. I feel like I don't get the mental stimulation from it if I've eaten already. When I go first thing in the morning, especially like when I'm dieting and I get up at like 5 a.m. and it's still dark out and shit, I'm like, I drive to the gym in the dark, I have my coffee, I do my cardio, and it's like, it's just like a fucking filter for my brain. Bro, people don't do that shit. It's (laughs) fucking hard. Bro, there's not a soul on the planet that wants to train legs with you. Yeah. Like, training with Fuad okay like you better strap it the fuck on because you know fuad is like i like to train <laughs> whenever you get in your fucking world it's scary like yeah. not many people are fucking fully drenched head to toe going man this feels so good yeah. most people are like well how do i get bigger legs and you're like well you just do the same four exercises that i do and it'll work yeah Mm-mm. no no yeah. no yeah. there's a level yeah. That, that you have mentally when you are going in there that other people can't achieve. Yeah. But I think and, that, sorry, go ahead. No, no. And I was just saying like that, that, that's the point that separates us. And like when you, cause when you're in your world, like when you're mm. doing legs, bro, nobody's really watching. Like there's people in the gym, no. but you're just doing it because you are thinking this is literally the hardest thing that someone could do. And I'm going to do it harder than everyone else. And I'm going to do it better than everybody else. And I'm doing it because I like it. You know, it's not that. Well, you're, you're right. But it's not, as much the, it's, it's not as much the competitive part of it is there's such a feeling of uh, completion and satisfaction when you're able to take your own body past where it thinks it wants to stop. You know what I mean? Like yeah. most people feel a little bit of pain and they quit. And like, oh, that's good enough for that set. And most, and some other people will go a little further. I, I want to go to the point where people think I'm in fucking insane, but I, I don't want to do it. So people pat me on the back and they say, Oh, you're insane. I do it because when I'm done, I want to be able to go, I fucking finished that. And it's a sense of completion that I don't think you can get without that pain first. No. So, but the, but the point I was trying to make about all of it was, I think because we go to those places, we're able to, um, we're able to look at our personalities more also. Absolutely. And and I think that's important because that's why I tell people like, we're not only building bodies, we're building character. You're, we're changing as people as we go. I, and, and I think that's how, like, I think that's kind of how you find yourself. You know what I mean? Like you, you find yourself in those times and it's like we as bodybuilders are, are, are we're able to do as, as you have to been doing it for a while. Yeah. Because like what you're doing is, is you're bringing out like people. So they see the bodybuilders with everything yeah. and it's gonna, it's gonna be wild because whenever you find out like who you are and like how you actually think and how you function, you find out what you like, what you don't like. You find out that sometimes bodybuilders are loners. 
Yeah. And then they like, oh, well, I want to find a significant other or I want to find the right person, but they're incredibly picky and they can't find that person. It's because they're not going to settle. Yeah. You yeah. Know I mean, not going to settle. You want somebody that, you know, that understands you. And once you know who you are, you're like, fuck. And everybody has their little problems and everything. But for yeah. me, I always joke because I found uh, Hannah and I have been together for almost almost two years. And uh, she's 10 years younger than me. It's a little fucked up. Uh, no, not really. But, she's, but well, the thing is, it's, not, it's uh, not that bad. No, but the thing is, uh, we weren't expecting to meet each other. Yeah. Whenever we got together, it was like, because I've dated, I dated other women. I dated older women, women my age, younger women. I'm like, I just want to meet somebody that like, I click with. Yeah. And uh, the one shallow quality that I had was, Whoever I meet, obviously, she's got to be good looking, but she's got to have a good heart. But I was like, if the bitch don't drink coffee, it's fucking no go. <laughs> I thought you were like, going to say she has to have big boobs. I, was, <laughs> I, don't, know I don't know why, but I was, thought that's where you were going. I didn't. <laughs> she has huge boobs. Uh, but I was like, she's got to be able to drink coffee. She's got to drink coffee. And why? I'm like, why? Okay, so the thing for me was when I was going through all my shit, yeah. I just, I love, my mornings are everything. Like, it sets the tone. Like, I'm a morning guy, dude. Yeah. I love that early morning cardio. I yeah. like waking up, going outside on a fall morning, spring morning, winter morning, summer morning. I just like it, dude. Yeah, yeah. And I said, whoever I'm with, if I can't do it on a Sunday morning or on vacation, we wake up and enjoy something together, mm-hmm. which I consider my coffee to be like, two right behind cardio. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I can't enjoy that with that person... I don't want nothing to do with them. Yeah. And and it's such a shallow shit bag. Not thing really. To say, not really. But 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 not really. No. So like uh, so that was all we that that was like my standard. I was like, she doesn't drink coffee. I don't think it's shallow because you know what? It's something that means a lot to you. So if the person's not gonna share it with you, what the fuck's the point? I never knew that about myself until I spent time alone. What? That you liked your morning coffee? That I liked my mornings and I liked I liked that feeling because previously my mornings were kind of fucking crazy. Well, did you so, always did you well, let me ask you this when you were like in college because like in high school more in college in college I used to sleep until fucking like one or two in the afternoon because I used to I used to bounce like for a long time before I got my oh, first yeah. contract. So I'd sleep in I'd go to bed at four or five in the morning I'd wake up at like fucking one or two. Yep. And then now yep. if I get up past eight o'clock I feel like I'm fucking lazy. Oh, bro, yeah. <laughs> the only time I'm up, the, the only time I'm still in bed till like nine o'clock is if you know I'm having a good time. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute, I want to ask you something. So, you meet this girl; she's sweet as pie, and she's fucking younger than you. Yeah. Do you put on your best behavior, or do you give her full blown Seth right from the start? I was I was pretty much myself. It really? And she's she still stuck no, around. She had no clue who I was. No, that's she a good thing. Know, that's a good thing, though. She had no clue. It, it, she's kind of an airhead, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is, it's, I mean, she, she knows she is. Uh, yeah. But my thing was, I was like, like the coffee thing. And then yeah. we go out on our first date and, you know, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just going to be myself. I can, yeah. cause if I'm not myself, that there's is no like, point. There's no point in doing it. No. So I was, uh, I was myself. And then like third question in was like, so, like, do you like drinking coffee? <laughs> like, I, I want to fucking know. Whether or not like this whole thing was going to be worth it, I didn't realize it was that important. Like the third oh, question, yeah. Oh, I was. I'm going in. Like I was like, I'm going to find out right away because this is 
because I sweet girl, like so sweet. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and I, and then she's like, oh, I love coffee, and I'm like, really? <laughs> she's like, yeah, like I go to Dunkin' Donuts every day, this, that, the other. And I was like, oh man, I think I got one here. You know, I was all excited. So let me ask and, you this then, okay? Because I I did the same thing. Like I made the mistake when I met Summer, who those of you who don't know, I've been with for 12 years now, but and she's my wife, but. The first year we were together, I tried to pretend. I came, my previous relationship before her was with a stripper. And yeah, so it depend, the pendulum swung like way the other way. Because, you know, Summer, she's very like conservative and very yeah. like respectful and whatever. And that's like the stripping thing is not her thing. So anyway, so the pendulum swung way the other way. And I tried to pretend I was like this really goody goody, you know, because I needed her to like me, right? Yeah. You, you, didn't fucking work, it's, man. Like a year in, we actually broke up. And we got back together a little while later. And when we got back together, I started being myself. And then it actually worked out because she's like, oh, this is the guy. This is who you actually are. And then I wasn't walking on eggshells because I was just being myself. Yeah. You're so, able to kind of loosen up and be yourself. So, yeah. So being yourself is always the way to go for sure. But yeah, the one I want to ask you is this. So she knew who you were because you acted like yourself, but yeah. did she know she was going to be in all these videos and you were going to talk about getting blowies and you're going to talk about her boobs and you're gonna talk- <laughs> like, that's a lot for a girl. Like even the little bit I talk about my wife on this podcast, she's like, people are going to think I'm a fucking asshole. I'm like, no, they're not. And I'm like, I'm more fucking, I'm making fun of myself, but I, you, I, but you talk about a lot of shit. So I'm like, yeah. You know, at first, like, because uh, she was like, people at her work were like, they're like, do you do you ever watch any of his videos? Do you know who he <laughs> and she's like, what videos are you talking about? Oh and no! They're, they're like, they're like, oh, he has a YouTube channel and he's like, kind of famous. Yeah. And uh, and then she's like, no. And then I get a text being like, so you do videos on YouTube? And I'm like, yep. Oh no! Like okay, so like then she's uh she's going through everything and she's, she's like, so you're kind of like really intense. And I'm like, yeah, I, like, I told you this, <laughs> she's like, but I didn't know. Yeah. So, uh, but she embraced it because everything I, every, all the fuckery that I do, all the, the vulgar profane shit, even obscene or offen- offensive, well, it all comes from a good spot. Oh no, yeah, people know that, I, but, I, but, but still, and, but and that's why I think people know it and that's why it works. No, but wait a minute. I know people know, but as the, like, it's gotta be hard for most women. I want to say would be like, did you have to tell them I gave you a blowjob today? <laughs> <laughs> like it's so specific. You're like, I see your stories and you're like, oh, I got up today. I got a blowy. I fucking feel good. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, his fucking wife is going to kill him. So, uh, okay. So no, like she, she doesn't just because like, uh, she doesn't like, watch it or she doesn't care. She does. She, she does care to a certain extent, but doesn't because like we legitimately like, like, you know, like we talked about this, like we're yeah. still in fucking honeymoon love, dude. Well, that's what we, I think. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. We absolutely adore each other. Like yeah. she, I've, I've never had a woman look out for me the way she looks out for me. Yeah. And, and I mean, and I watch out for her like, like she's my woman, you know what I mean? And that's, so it's like, whenever those things happen, you know, we joke about it, but the thing is it all happens in life and I'm so comfortable with it. I view what I've become and what I am as like a dirty comedian. Yeah. Like, you know how, like whenever you're just watching, watching like a comedy skit, 
and like yeah. vulgar obscene fucked up shits occurring and everybody's yeah. dying and laughing and, and they're like yeah. yeah i get it that happens yeah. too i i know yeah and no i think that like the friday morning fun that i have or monday morning or whatever morning it is and i do this people are dying they're like this is yeah. hilarious but yeah. then it brings joy to their life so anybody that like around town or anybody that would say anything to her because we've had this conversation she's like no she's like we love each other she's like if you're not getting a blowjob or you're not giving your husband a blowjob, aren't you a little worried about him? Like, cause <laughs> That's true. I, she's like, she's like, I'm going to make sure that you know that like you're mine motherfucker. Yeah, I got yeah. you. And I'm like, God, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, but I think those are, and that's how she looks at it. And it does take a special person because sometimes like, I haven't taken it too, too far yet. You um, haven't, you haven't taken it far, but you do have to, I mean, you better get her something real nice for your anniversary because I don't think there's a lot of women. I mean, look, there's two ways to look at it. The one thing is this. As far as the people watching, that's what makes you so relatable because they're like some guys watching that going, yeah, I got a fucking blow away today too. It's great. But, <laughs> it's right. but as far as she's concerned, it does take a special woman to be able to be out in the public eye and not take offense or not be like why'd you tell them that or this and that it, so and 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 again like i i know because it's, it's hard to even she's the best thing that ever happened to me she watches yeah. out for two kids that aren't hers like yeah. she watches out for two kids that aren't her takes care of me deals with all my bullshit all my mood swings my ups my downs all my shit still loves me you know yeah. and that's why like we just uh Whenever you have something like this, I'm like, man, like I know how bad, bad was. And now I'm like, it's pretty good. Like, this is great. Okay. And like Don't you said, just treat each other right. I get her nice shit. She fucking treats me like gold, dude. And give I, me uh, what's a, what's a common romantic thing that you do that I can use? <laughs> I need some ideas. I'm 12 years in. <laughs> all my ideas are, all my ideas are old. I, you know, but I, I, I'd say the, the, the one thing that we do really well with each other is, is we know each other so well that, that like, because we've had so many conversations about like what we both wanted, like it's the little things, like yeah. her birthday's coming up here soon. And I'm like, I don't really need to get her anything because we kind of get everything that we need. You know, she's yeah. been saving money because she wanted to get herself a new purse. So yeah. she's been working, doing all her stuff. She got, went and got, you know, really nice purse. Yeah. And like, so I can't get her a purse. Yeah. But then I'm like, okay, what does she like? And I'm like, I know she loves, she loves sweets. And on her birthday, I did a thing last year with cupcakes and like, I was like, okay, so I'm going to make sure she has, you know, some, some gourmet cupcakes. I'm going to make sure that uh, I give her undivided attention. Cause I know that I'm always on my phone fucking off doing something when yeah. she's trying to talk to me. Yeah. It's just the minute little bullshit. Yeah. And it's just the little things that, uh, cause we have been together and we've had some serious fights and we built a gymnastics facility together and fucking hated each other for about a month. Yeah. So right. we had those little downturns, Yeah. but like whenever we would go out on a date, like I just treat, I do everything I can to treat her. Like it's the first date. Yeah. I'm I, glad you, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm glad you said that though, because I had Kuklo on here uh, last podcast and he was like, I never fight with my wife. Everything's perfect. And I, I, I believe him. I believe him. Yeah. But, no, they, but, yeah. <laughs> But it's not most of us. Most of us are like, some days I'm sleeping on the fucking couch, you know, like, yep. yeah. So let yeah. me ask you this. Are you the kind of guy that says sorry? Or are you the kind of guy that waits for her to say sorry? 
Um, it depends how wrong I was. <laughs> <laughs> if you're only a little wrong, you'll fucking be stubborn about it. I'm an asshole. <laughs> but if you're mega wrong, you'll fucking say sorry. No, we, 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 we both, we both do a good job <laughs> of admitting when we're wrong because we're building the building that we were fucking like honeymoon kids before we, before we built the gymnastics. Facility. Why was it so fucking like, why was it so bad? It wasn't bad. It was no, just, like, why were you fighting about the gymnastics set? Like what made it like, so such a problem? I'm right. You're wrong. Yeah, but was, is it is it is it her facility as well? Like, are you? Oh, oh yeah, no, we're, we went into business together. We're, oh, we're, we're in business together. Oh. She runs. She runs the gymnastics facility. Now it makes and sense. I, we we funded it. So yeah. and I and I built it. Like I was the one digging the hole. I was the one doing everything. Yeah. Like you know, whenever whenever you do anything, you're going to ask a million questions. Yeah. And I'm asking a million stupid questions to her, and like we get into bickering matches, and I'd be and then. Me being me after so long, I'm like, well, that's just fucking stupid. Just fucking <laughs> stupid. Yeah, they don't like, they don't because like that. It's, <laughs> because at some point, you have to separate like your relationship and business. And I'm like, this is strictly a business question, but you're fucking stupid. I'm like, this isn't going to fucking work. And then guess what? Like, she's right. Three days later, whenever like it comes to start saying that position starts to come to fruition, I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm like, God damn it. I bet. I'm like, okay. I'm like, hey, like, really sorry about the other day. Like, I was wrong. You were right. Yeah. And like, uh, but those are the things that tested us because it was really expensive to do. Yeah. And then I had to build it and I didn't know anything about gymnastics. So she had to explain it to me. And there yeah. were times where she's like, I've told you seven fucking times. How do you not get it? I'm like, I'm an asshole. I'm a moron. I just don't fucking know. It sucks so bad when you have to eat shit and say sorry. Oh, it sucks. So, it sucks and, so bad. Especially when you know, when you know you're fucking right or you think you know you're right. And then you turn yeah. out to be so fucking wrong. You're like, fuck. I'm gonna fucking say sorry now. And, uh, and yeah, oh yeah. And I'm, you know, I think. I think I know everything at times and it, it was, but the, at the end of it, whenever we were done and everything's built, uh, she said to me, she's like, uh, like we were in there closing up after the grand opening and she, she kind of broke down and was crying. I'm like, I was like, babe, I was like, everything went great. Like what's wrong? You know, she's gets all emotional and yeah. she's like, I can't believe you built this exactly like I wanted. Yeah. And at that point, like, I didn't say anything assholeish. I was like, I was like, I was like, that's like the nicest thing that you could ever said to me because yeah. I put my heart and soul into it. Yeah. And like, she loved everything we did and all the fights and all the bullshit. Yeah. And I'm like, man, like, as a, as, as a, it was really nice. But isn't it funny that, because this is how I noticed my entire, if I sum up my 12 years with my wife, isn't it funny that no matter how much you fight with them and how much you think you're right, Somehow, when you look at back at the, when you look back at things, it all ends up the way they wanted. Like everything in my life is the way she wanted. I didn't do it on purpose; it just happened that way. Because you, you you wanted it to do it that way. You wanted yeah. it to go well for her, and that's the thing yeah. that even though we sleep on the couch and I can get all pissy about it, it's like we we absolutely adore them. Adore yeah. Them. yeah. And and. For as big as ignorant and mean as fuck we look in the gym and all that, yeah. we're, we're all we're all big fucking teddy bears. For the most part, yeah. Let me ask it, you. I want to switch gears. I want to ask you something, and I don't, I don't mean to be negative, but I want to ask you something because I'm curious about it. I am extremely happy for your success. Okay, 
me and you are not like best friends by any means, but I've been, I've known you for a long time. We were on team muscle tech together. Uh-huh. We, uh, we've become work friends, I guess you could say. And, sure. uh, I'm extremely happy when I see shit going well for you along the way. Have you lost friends that you thought were friends because of your success? Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is I, that... I, 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 it's, it's, people treat you a little bit differently in a bad people, way. Uh, in their own way. I don't take it as a bad or a good. I just, that's that feelings thing I talked about earlier. I don't want to have expectations of people, but, um, Nobody has ever said anything negative. Yeah. Nobody's ever said anything like, fuck you, fuck your success. They just treat you a little bit differently, you know, and it's, um, but are you getting, but when, when you say that, do you mean like you're getting, you're getting a negative feeling from them or just, they're just turned off to Seth now. They're not talking to you as much or like, what is it that you mean? Yeah. Yeah trying to be politically correct don't be politically correct man just be honest um you don't have to name any names just be honest no i i'm not an asset to them anymore now oh oh i see what you're saying yes but you're not no longer i'm no longer i'm no longer somewhere some someone that they can benefit from so if i'm no longer someone they can benefit from I'm going to get treated a little bit differently because now I might take money off of their plate. I might yeah. take that from them because there is only so much money to go around in a sense, because yeah. this industry, in a sense, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to doing business in stores and wholesaling and this and that, there's only so much money that gets allocated to each store so they can, you know, I don't know, man, listen, unless you're really really unless you're a really greedy motherfucker, Unless you're a really greedy motherfucker, I or, don't, th- I don't think, or, or your competitive nature is so great that it's affecting your personality or, or your company is not doing as well. Yeah. But that's not anybody else's fault. I, I know, but that's just, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, how yeah. I, it's how yeah. I've read the situation, but yeah. um, it, it hasn't. And, and that's just life that goes and that goes with, and anywhere in any business in any industry, that's how yeah. it would go. But um, no, I, I say that it just became like people, people have been happy for me because they yeah. know I'm a, a, a decent guy. Yeah. But like I said, you just kind of be like, okay, you just pay attention to it. See how people treat you. See how, see how they, um, see how they handle you doing, doing it, going from here to here, to here, to here. And, and I mean, I'm happy for everybody. I want to, yeah. I want to see people do well. It's just a matter of uh, of just staying on your toes and making sure you you stay with it. You I know, think like um, I, I think it takes a level of maturity, and there's a level of immaturity because I used to be I used to be there, right? Not it wasn't in business; it was more in, in, the, in the on the bodybuilding stage. But I used to be in a place where I thought if somebody else had more fans than me, that meant that they were taking my fans. But it's not. There's enough fans to go around. There's enough money to go around. If you're doing your job right, if you're doing your shit right, you'll be successful. Just being you. That's right. So just, yep. I feel like it's a level of maturity and maybe security or insecurity when you feel like, oh, that guy's making more money than I am. He must be, that must be the reason why I'm failing. Yep. Where they never want to look at themselves and go, no, no, I'm failing because I didn't do X, Y, Z. 
Sure. So I think it's their deficiency. I do think there's enough. I don't, I don't think if you, if you start, if you're a billionaire, it doesn't mean I can't be a billionaire. Yep. You know what I mean? That's kind of the reason, the the reason I said that was, uh, I noticed probably said too much, but fuck it. Uh, so whenever you start taking other people's shelf space on stores, uh, like that's whenever, that's whenever fucking, that's when the heat comes within the industry. Yeah. Like we hit a demographic of people with everything that we do, like AAR, bro, yeah. AAR was never meant to be just a weightlifting brand. It was supposed to be mainstream, which we're getting yeah. to. Yeah. Like I, 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 you know, you all, there's always competition out there in the game, but like you look at Grunt style, you look at nine line apparel, those are in mainstream stores all American roughneck will be there as well. Like yeah. that's, that's my goal with it. So it's yeah. like, you know, at that point, like that's when you get into the pissing matches and whenever your your wholesale counts and you're trying to get better shelf space or more shelf space and you got to find out what you got to do to get in there and take that shelf space. Yeah. That's whenever it's like, oh man, that's yeah, I can the see. heat on, on the other end comes. But yeah. that, for the most part, um, everybody in the area, uh, in my hometown, everybody in the industry are, have been, have been really, really good about everything. Yeah. Um, I want to get, sorry, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 no. go ahead. I was going to say, I want to get into some bodybuilding stuff because after after all it is a bodybuilding show. Yeah. I want to ask you something you said to me at, when you were guest posing at my show, because I was asking about your waist and I'm like, how did you shrink your waist? Why is my waist so fucking big all the time? And you basically said, it's because you love to eat and eating is the problem. Your line to me was, I'm a little bit hungry all the time. Yeah. Is that how it's got to be? If like, yeah. if, if somebody out there wants to shrink their waist or somebody out there wants to, are you a little hungry all the time? Like when you finish eating, are you like, I could eat more? Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. <dude>. That, <laughs> sucks. <laughs> that so, sucks really bad, man. Because so I'm, I'm a fucking, I'm Lebanese and Lebanese people are a lot like Italians and food is like our thing. Right. Well, yep. So when you leave the table, you're fucking satisfied. It's yep. hard. It's hard to ever leave the table and still be hungry. Yeah. How the fuck that, does that work out? I mean, I know it's a productivity thing. I know we talked about that, but like, seriously, man, like, is that it? It's just productivity. I had to change. I had to somehow like get my mind to think, okay, I, and I still, like I said, I still gorge myself here and there. Like last night we had, you know, steak, corn on the cob and watermelon, like my favorite summer meal. Yeah. So I ate the shit out of it, but all that food <laughs> digests pretty quickly. Like not bad. Yeah. It, it just goes through your relatively Wa- watermelon. Quickly. Watermelon stays with me forever, but it could be because I eat like the whole watermelon. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I always tell people I have trouble digesting this and I have trouble digesting this and I go through the list but I think really it's just the fucking amount I'm eating of that thing. The amount. Yeah. yeah, dude. My daughter last night, we damn near ate half, half a watermelon. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm so full. And pulled up her shirt and her fucking stomach was like, <laughs> I'm like. <sighs> but it's, um. so uh, that was the thing that, again, like I said, I had, I wanted to do it because I, that was my goal. My goal was to have that smaller waist and feel better. And I had to come to terms with being like, I'm just going to be hungry. This sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I, in order to look like that, I have to do this. And then just, I hate to say convincing myself, but that's yeah. pretty much what I did. I convinced myself that this is the way things are going to be. And then I would use the reward system of going and gorging myself. Yeah. Like whenever we go out to a steakhouse, like whenever Hannah and I would go out to eat, like, we, I, I, you know, 
I could afford to go out to dinner once a week. Every Friday we'd go to a fucking crazy high-end dinner, but I'm like, it's then it will get, it will become monotonous. I was like, I want to use it as a reward system where it's like, that's what it is. So we still, you know, I still stuff myself once a week, but when we go to a steakhouse and we go out, I'm going to go out, I'm going to get any appetizer I want. I'm going to get any steak I want, butter, oil, buttered bread, the whole fucking nine, dessert, everything. That's when I'm like, I'm going to indulge in everything. Yeah. And I'm going to, that's, that's my thing. And I use it as a reward. Like, yeah, it's all, the, everything I do is very mentally related. But the all rest back, of the rest of the time, you're a hundred percent on your game. Yeah. I, okay. I, 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 I think that I convinced for lack of better terms or phrases that um, I've convinced myself that if I'm hungry, like physically, I'm hungry mentally. That actually makes sense. When I'm, so, when I'm, when I'm dieting and it doesn't have to be a long period of time, even in the same day, yeah, I work a lot harder and a lot more efficiently when I'm not full. I don't know why, but all I know yeah. is that occurs. And yeah. when I found out that that occurs, I'm like, I could go with fasting for, for 18 hours. I'm going to fast for 18 hours. I'm going to see how I feel. Yeah. And then by like later on that 16th hour, I'm a little fucking edgy and I'm pretty, I'm pretty into it. And yeah. I'm like, okay. And then like I eat and I'm like, huh, man, do I need to eat? Like I'm kind of calm. And I'm like, yeah. holy fuck, dude. I legit was going out of control because like I was hungry as fuck. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, and then you, you know, you play the mind game with yourself, but, um, but yeah, I just, if I'm hungry, I'm hungry. So I, it's, it's a weird way to look at it. It, how do you, you manage all your training and everything? It's all the business has not affected your training. You're still in there five days a week or. Uh, I, right now I'm training like three to four days a week. Uh, we're how do you maintain, our, how do you maintain that physique at three days a week? I take a ton of growth hormone. <laughs> you know, that's going to be the teaser when I put up, when I put up the little teaser on Instagram, that's going to be the fucking teaser. <laughs> that's what people think. That's what people I'm glad I'm glad you said I'm glad you said that. Listen. Uh I don't know if you've seen guys like Tony Huge and all these fucking idiots that are putting out YouTube videos. You're probably one of the first, if not the first pro to put out like some detailed information. Yeah. yeah. Does it drive you fucking crazy when you see some of the stuff you see out there? And yeah. or do you just does it not even phase you? Like, you know, or does it drive you nuts that like people are fucking actually listening to the shit? Uh, I, so I, we've been putting out a lot of YouTube content later and I've been watching a lot of YouTube lately Yeah. and, um, and I see a lot of people that are doing similar things to, to how I do it, yeah. but I'm like, listen, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I am strictly fucking purely trial and error. Mm-hmm. I believe that self taught people are tip. I could rely, I would rely on, I would probably rather take. Uh, advice from somebody that's self-taught over years about a situation because they're going to give me real anecdotal experience. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, bro, like, because whenever you take a drug, you're like, hey, this drug's supposed to be this, this, and this. And then you take it and you're like, it didn't do this, but it did this and this, and I noticed this fucking side effect really yeah. bad. Yeah. But then, yeah. and you take it, you're like, hey, dude, listen, like, I've been doing this a while. This is what they say is going to occur. Watch out for this. Yeah. This one right here, watch for it. 
Yeah. And like, that's why whenever I see these things online, it's like, man, I'm like, okay, like you're, you're, don't do that. That's, yeah. that's, that's kind of shitty advice or that's, that's, that's not really what's going to occur. Don't do those numbers. Like it's, what's it's the worst, what's the worst shit you've seen? Uh, the, the fucking dosages on some of these beginner cycles. I know. I know. The, 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 the amounts are what scare me because um, that's why I started doing the videos. Yeah. The, yeah. the steroids, drugs, and life thing. Like we just talked yeah. about life for 30 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Bro, life is way bigger than everything else because it's going to play a role in, your, in the significant role in how you handle your bodybuilding career, your training, yeah. your food, your emotional complexes, yeah. all of it. And, um, and uh, whenever I made those videos, because I was like, wait a minute, who the fuck's taking 100 megs of trend every day? <laughs> who said that's a good idea like yeah. i saw i saw things where guys were like oh take you know take uh, uh take 300 megs of test every other day and i'm like oh okay you know not bad yeah that's, that's, that's a hefty dose yeah you know a cc every other day yeah i was like keep blood levels pretty equal and then it said take a shot of trend every day and i'm like whoa yeah whoa 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 that's not a good idea i've done that before and it was really fucking bad <laughs> not a good idea what is the average test dose you think for because people have really bad misconceptions of our use so I so think for guys on our level what is the average you think uh guys on our level depends on what they're getting because now that i get uh now that i take a pharmaceutical grade yeah testosterone you yeah. take 1500 megs of pharmaceutical grade testosterone boy is yeah. that a big difference between 1500 megs of, of black market shit that's right yeah no i agree it's with a that. huge difference so yeah. i mean right now i maintain my physique on on fucking 650 megs of test every week okay. i and maintain how, that 225 228 pounds and how much on, gro- uh, how much growth 15 i use a day That's way out of my fucking, that's way out of my price rate. Oh, what are you talking about? You got this big business now. You can afford it. Just fucking yeah. stop. Just load up. Don't worry about it. I, so again, I started taking, I started taking pharmaceutical grade uh, growth hormone. And uh, when did you, when did you start that? So I did a bulk over the winter. Okay. Uh, over the winter, I did a bulk where I, and, and I finally got pharmaceutical grade stuff. And that's whenever I realized the difference. Cause I never was able to get it. It's a big, big know, difference. Yeah. Really afford it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like I fucked with 1500 megs of, of black market tests and I got pretty fucking big. Yeah. You know, I was taking 12, 13 IUs of generic growth hormone every day. You were taking you know? 12 or 13? Really? Oh, fuck I guess yeah, the, the, under, like, the underground stuff. Yeah, I guess yeah. you could say, yeah. Because I was fucking with eight and I'm like, okay, eight's great, but it wasn't really, it was, it was good. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. okay shit. Yeah. And then, um, and I, and my dosages, like I said, I've taken 12, 1500 megs of tests and I was big, yeah. 250 pounds moving some shit, eating yep. 50 megs of Anadrol, 20, 20 to 30 megs of fucking Devo a day. Are like, you serious? Oh, fuck yeah. I've never, you, wait a minute. You did both together, together. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I would do Devo in the morning and then, and then uh, like Anadrol like an hour before training. Anadrol before training. And, and yeah. like, I only did Anadrol three to four days a week because that's whenever I started getting the headaches and the high yeah. blood pressure. Uh, none, of that, none of that stuff ever fuck with your appetite because i can't take fucking orals man once i once i broke that's why i never did 100 megs of anadrol a day okay the 100 megs of anadrol days wherever i lost my appetite i can't even do 50 oh. if i do if i if i just start taking anadrol today 
Yeah. One tab a day. After yeah. like after like four days, I I can't eat. Like so I'll go the, I'll I'll eat one meal like the whole fucking day. So that's whenever I was like, whenever I get to that point, I stop. Yeah. I'm like, okay, maxed out. And that's usually about three to four weeks into orals. I'm like, okay, I'm good. Because if you don't eat food, you're fucked. And the yeah. problem with, I started seeing people also doing the whole, like the GHRP six and then the peptides make you eat and all this. And I'm like, Hey guys, like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Now you're starting to introduce problems. This is where problems come from. Yeah. It's yeah. become a norm. Yeah. Of like, Oh, so like, Oh, I'm, I'm not hungry. So I'm going to make myself hungry. That's right. And that's so, fucked up. Because if you're not, if you're not hungry, there's something, your body's telling you something. The way yeah. I, the way I always look at it was the toxicity levels too high for me. Yep. So as soon as I take it, my body gets toxic and then I don't want to fucking eat. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not going to force myself to fucking eat because my body's t- trying to tell me something. So the, the one I would continue the conversation we were having, uh, over the winter time, I was like, I'm going to do a bulk and see if I still got the shit to compete. Yeah. I was like, I want to see if I still fucking got it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. So, and I was able to get high quality stuff. So I got the, the, the farm, farm grade growth hormone. And I was like, and the dude was like, Hey dude, he says one unit. And I'm like, what do you mean one unit? And he's like, one unit's three IUs. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Oh, cause it was, it was three IU. It was a 45 oh, yeah, IU yeah. little, little, little cartridge yeah 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 and uh and i was like okay i was like fuck it let's try it all of a sudden like five days in i'm like bro i was like whoa yeah yeah me being who i am and loving to experiment that fucked up side of me i'm like wonder what two feels like yeah so i i did two for a week and my hands wouldn't close in the morning oh and i'm like i'm like okay i was like this is wild shit yeah. Really, really intense. The pumps were out of control, yeah. but crazy lean, but my weight's going up. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Dude, that sounds go. that sounds like it's the first time you've ever done real GH. That's what that it sounds was. like. It was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so that's why I always say I love growth hormones so much. Yeah, but whatever yeah. you were doing before was not gro- it was not even close. No. That's the feeling. Like, I don't want people to get the, the mistake the, to, to get the wrong idea. You're not going to get that feeling from six IUs forever. You're no. going to get that. You're going to get that feeling from six IUs the first time, yes. and then your body will start to get used to it. The more often you do it, the longer you and, do it. And that's why we always tell people, at least being mindful, get as much as you can come from as little as possible. That's right. Because that's right. I did that jump because I'm experienced, and I was like, okay, if I want to know me, I'm more curious about the experiment of what's yeah. going to occur, how I'm going to feel. Yeah, and so I backed it. After that, I backed down to to three units, three IUs, and one unit a day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I liked it right before I go to bed. That's just my preference. I was going to ask. Then, wait, sorry, I don't interrupt. I want to ask you about that because I used to do it before bed, all the time. Yeah, and if I did a lot, like if I got up, because sometimes like normally in the off season I'm at four, and then when I'm dieting because of low calories, I'll go up to like eight. So if I do eight, I'll do like four at night before bed, and then four in the morning when I wake up. But then I was told not to do it before bed. I'm like, because people, somebody was like, you're going to get uh, carb resistant, blah, blah, blah. Just do it in the morning and then uh, post-workout. Post-workout. So you still do it at night and you still like it. Yeah, I'm old school yeah. like that, dude. But I'm like that too. I, so I, I don't know why that, I listen to people. I, I got that. I mean, I like the way I look. Yeah. Okay. I really like the way I look with everything. And I'm yeah. not doing anything that's like over the top. Yeah. So I figured why change it? And, um, I was like, 
that that's the old school part of me. If I am doing, uh, if I'm if I'm doing like if I was doing six, yeah, uh, two units, I do one and one, one in the yeah. morning, one in uh, right before bed. I yeah. just like it that way. I sleep like a baby. I feel better. I look better. I think I should go back to that because I always felt better doing it that way. I I'm big on feeling, dude. I yeah. could. And, and it's that bro science part of me that people bust my balls or hate about it. But I'm like, dude, I'm strictly basing this on how I feel. Like if I don't like the way I feel, I'm not going to operate the same. Yeah. So yeah. fuck you, fuck your signs. I'm going to do what I like to. <laughs> Everything's still good. Blood pressure's good. Triglycerides are good. I was like, yeah. prostate's good. Everything's good. I'm like, yeah, I'm good, dude. This is what I like. Yeah. So, uh, but the, the testosterone thing, I was taking, uh, I finally started taking farm grade tests and I was like, yeah. and the guy was like, Hey dude, he's like, you ever taken? I'm like, no, uh-uh. he's yeah. like, okay. He's like, don't jump to a thousand. Like you want to. Yeah. He's like, don't do it. He says, start, he says, start at 500 and see how you feel. And sure enough at 500, I'm like, wow. I was like, I feel pretty good. Like I just yeah. doing it long no. enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and then I was like, I'm going to jump to 750. Yeah. Jumped up to 750 and uh, everything just a lot fuller. And then I uh, jumped up to a thousand and I was like, I'm one strong fucking son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, wasn't noticing any of the sides yet. And I was like, okay, so I liked it. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was taking, I also was taking 400, uh, 400 megs of farm grade DECA. Okay. So feeling really good. And then I was like, okay, I was 200 and I was like 237. Yeah. 238. Yeah. And I was like, I think that this is time for me to up everything and run the experiment <laughs> I want to run. So yeah. I know, so I can give advice and have a conversation like we're having. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, let's jump to six, six deca. Um, let's jump up to six deca and let's jump up to 1250 and then 1500 megs a test. Like, let's yeah. see what this is like. Yeah. And, uh, I, and I also increased my growth hormone and my food became the problem. I was not eating nearly enough. I had eating to, enough, or you lost appetite. I was no, no, I didn't lose appetite yet. Yeah, I did, wasn't eating enough. The guy that was helping me, um, he's like, I was, I was talking to Nick, and he because uh, we became friends. Nick Tregeley. Oh fuck! I know not a lot of people like him. <laughs> no, I don't uh, dislike him. I just, <laughs> I think I don't dislike him. I just think some of his information is a little extreme. So, yeah. We were we were talking and uh, we were we were talking about stuff and he and he was like what are you what are you eating and I was like so I was like bro I'm eating this and he's like dude you need to eat like a hundred more grams of fat yeah and I'm like really and he's yeah. like you don't have nearly enough fat in your diet he's yeah. like you're not growing you're flat you look like shit he's like look at your back yeah he's like look at your stomach he's like this is not good. I was yeah. like, what do you, what would you suggest? And he said, uh, he, he threw me over a program where it was eight whole eggs first thing in the morning with two yeah. cups of white rice. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I've never eaten this much in my life. Yeah. And then he went through a program with everything. And uh, so I started doing it. I was up to 249 pounds first thing in the morning. Yeah. dude. And, was, and it was a wild look. I yeah. was not fat. I was like, I wish I could pull up a picture because there's a picture of me that I have. Yeah, it was the fucking. Send it biggest. to me. Send it to me. I'll post it right now. I'll put it. Oh, like, okay. I'll, yeah, I'll send. I'll put I'll it in the video. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um. So I was. It. I was fucking massive and lean, and that's whenever I was like, okay. And then after about four weeks at those dosages, is whenever all of a sudden. Yeah. I started feeling this decline. Yeah. I my first meal. I was still doing my cardio four days a week. 
all of a sudden, like I couldn't eat those eight eggs. Yep. Yep. I couldn't eat those two cups of white rice. Yep. And I, and that's whenever I was like, Ooh, and like, I was stuffing my face every other day. I have this crazy high calorie meal yep. where like I'm eating fucking three burgers and like homemade potato French fries. I couldn't eat, I couldn't eat two yeah. burgers. Yeah. I'm like, this is a fucking, and that's whenever I was like, okay, even though it's high quality, there's a toxicity level that I reached. I'm there. But wait a minute. This is, let me, let me just back you up for one second. Cause I'm not sure if that's the problem because they you're not, a bit. well, this is the thing you're normally used to doing a protein carb program, right? Like your chicken yeah. and rice and yep. you don't, you don't add a lot of fats. No. I, I'm used to doing the fats cause I've working with John for so long, right? John Meadows, uh-huh. he's a big advocate of fats. He knows fats are like how you're going to grow and it helps you grow this yep. and that. So, but the one thing I noticed is this, when you go to a carb protein type diet, you're fucking hungry all the time. It's easy yep. to, it's easy to keep eating. It's hard. It, you don't, oh, you don't ever really hit that appetite wall where you're like, I'm done. When you add in the fats, like you did, you're going to keep that fucking appetite. But like you said, after four weeks, you're like, fuck, that's from the fats. I think personally, that's probably from the fats and not from the drugs. So what, what I did at that point was I said, okay, I backed, I backed down the gear down. I was at a, I backed down to 1,000 megs of test, went back to 400 megs of DECA. I was still at two. Uh, two units, six IUs of growth. And I started doing like an intermittent, intermittent fasting. Yeah. I started cutting the food out and I was like, okay, I have to get my body to kind of jumpstart itself. Like I did with the chicken and rice thing. Yep. So I did that. And that's whenever I was like, okay, I started adjusting it because then um, at that point um, I started, it started playing a little bit of a mental game with me and started fucking with me here and there. So yeah. I kind of almost started reverting back to my old ways a little yep. more cardio, a little less fats, this yep. and that. And then again, I wasn't as full. And yeah. I'm like, okay, here we go. And that's yeah. whenever I was like, the, the experiment was, whenever you start running those yep. high amounts of high quality things, like you, it's not just take them and get big. Yeah. It's not. It's no. the, probably the furthest thing from it. You have to be so in tune with your food and so in tune with your mental stability because I will say it fucked with me. Yeah, yeah. What I think personally, because I, I have a client like this, what I think would have worked and maybe does work for you, I, I actually think you do it without knowing you're doing it. Or maybe you do know, I don't know. But had you taken that, had you taken Nick's diet and only done it two days a week, you probably wouldn't have been, would have been able to keep the fullness and not kill the appetite. So Because I, I, I think a lot of guys, what happens is they increase their fats because they want to grow but they keep them high all week long. And then they hit an appetite wall after like four or five, six weeks. Yep. And I think what benefits people is if you do a carb protein diet, but like two days a week, like a Tuesday and Friday or something, or Wednesday and Saturday, you go heavy fucking fats. And that way you keep the fullness, but you don't fuck your appetite. Yep. So, yep. But that's yep. kind of, but that's kind of what you've been doing all along as far as I've known. Cause you're doing chicken and rice and then you do like a, a big Cheap burger meal yeah high calorie meals yeah yeah, yeah. And, that, and and that's the thing like uh that whenever i was in that position to get big bro like like now i understand like whenever i see like luke you fucking guys that are 280 fucking pounds and you're still five foot nine five foot ten yeah. five foot eleven like yeah. you're not monster guys, no no yeah but like but to do that, you can't you can't eat chicken and rice no. and like a steak here and there. I tried it. I tried like it, it, man. It won't fucking work. 
And yeah. it's that thing that a lot of people, um, like you said, like if you would have tried it just for two days, yeah, it might have worked. And I think it's a balance because like we weren't in close contact, you know, he and I, it wasn't like a whole blown, full blown program. Together. Yeah. 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 It was just like that. And, it, and I think like, you're right. Like if you, if I did it for four weeks and then all of a sudden I was like, okay, back it down to these days, start manipulating this and that, Yeah, that's how it should go. And that's why you, that's why it's always great to have a coach yeah. because like they will watch over you and you, you, the, your learning curve will increase dramatically. Yeah. I try, I try to do the chicken and protein because, you know, I'm always trying to bring my waist down. So sure. I tried to do the chicken and protein thing. I couldn't, my muscle was fucking empty. My workout, oh, yeah. my workout, my explosiveness in the gym wasn't the same. I need the fats. And I think it's because I've been working for, for, with John for so long that my body's just accustomed to a lot of healthy fats. Oh yeah. So. I, w- I, I will say that uh, I do eat more fats because I learned like it, it, it used to freak me out to eat like four whole eggs. Really? Now, like, oh, bro, it was terrifying to me. I just oh, had six. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I used to train with Honey Rambod. Yeah. Whenever I was yeah. trying to make 202 and light heavyweight. That's like, true, yeah. You're eating fish six times today, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, do I get, like, an ice cube later for my cheat yeah. meal, too? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, so whenever that happened, now I'm like, you know, on a Saturday morning before I start working outside at the house or anything, I'm eating, you know, four whole eggs, four whole eggs, buttered toast yeah. and, uh, and fruit, everything. And it's well, like, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't affect me. And I look and I'm like, man, I still look good. This is like, yeah. And, and you know, with you being conditioned to be high protein, high carbohydrate yeah. or moderate carbohydrate, low fat, that's, that's not real. Can I ask you, this question when you were doing the high fats for that month did you notice your stomach got bigger or no um no because the fats that i were eating were easily digestible and i kept on and i kept it in check like i was like okay it's still going to do my breathing techniques i still got to do everything but if but like from a standpoint of did it increase in size yes is that what you did increase in size is that what yes is that what you're doing to keep your vacuum or you practice like you practice it every day like you so it's not like one of those things that you just learn it and it stays you got to actually train it every day every day i'm big on i'm big on uh so <laughs> i i did that that cardio abs and calves video on youtube yeah i saw that like, asshole. Uh, i don't have any I, ca- I don't have any calves so thank you very I, much <laughs> it's, great. it's all genetic it's like i know it is <laughs> yanking on it won't get it any fucking bigger that's true this is true so uh so i was um whenever i was doing cardio and i was explaining what i do it kind of dawned on me i was like holy fuck i do a ton of shit while i'm doing my stepper yeah like i sit there and i do contractions on my obliques i'm breathing i'm like in a zone where i'm like okay and then i switch my foot position so i'm like hitting my glutes so i'm hitting my hamstring tie-in i'm pulling i'm like I do like a hundred different things because I've been doing it so long. Yeah. yeah. Like I didn't even know. And I'm like, and, and I go into my world yeah. and like there'll be times whenever I really am going at cardio and I'm just doing it so I can breathe. So I feel myself so I can like, I, I, it's a feeling, it's an intense feeling. Yep. And uh, the breathing is, is huge for me. It's, it's, I guess that's probably one thing that does set me into a mental state. I didn't, you know what? I think that's what I got to start. I, I don't do any of that shit when I'm doing cardio. My brain goes click. I turn it off, and I, I go into like a meditation state. 
and then I'm just doing my cardio. I don't Which do isn't a bad thing. No, it's good for me because I, I like that meditative feeling. Oh yeah. But I could be using it to practice better breathing. So I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I, I accustomed myself to doing it. Like, <laughs> I mean, the, well, the whole reason I do that was like when I was a kid, I always wanted shredded obliques. Yeah. You know, like, 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 uh, fuck. I know what you mean like the sides. You want them to fucking yeah, just, just be like just stripped, diced, like Andreas yeah. Moons are diced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, oh man, like so whenever <laughs> I'm doing them, I'm like, even though I'm not like really yeah. good shape right now, I yeah. still do it. I'm like, yeah, I still like <laughs> the 16 year old in my head. I'm like, fuck yeah, like look at these things. And, and then I get done, and I'm like, nothing where happened. Was I like, I was just like, am I a fucking cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on with the business, man? Everything's on up and up. Everything's flying high or what? Everything's doing well. Everything's going well. The um, uh, All-American Roughneck is is a wild animal. And that's the shit that um, is is really special to me because I think that's the feeling, that hardworking motherfucker that I coined, like the HWMF. That's where it's like just telling people to be the best motherfucker you can be at all aspects of your life. Yep. And the response that we got from that, like how people contact you and tell you their story, the response we got from, from individuals who say they've changed your life and then from significant others that are like, I hear your voice every day. Yeah. It's somewhat annoying, but <laughs> my, my husband is a completely different person after watching your videos. And I'm like, man, yeah. I was like, that's wild because that means that like, if he's just being a better dad to, to their kids, if he's taking the extra time to set his phone down and be like, no phone right now, I'm going to play with the kids for an hour and then I'm coming back, we're going to do dinner and then I got to go back and do my work. Yeah. For that one hour, that yeah. dude is being the fucking best dude he can be and she sees it and she's like, oh, it's crazy. And it yeah. just it comes from me being myself on. You're leading by example. Yeah, it's yeah. and it's that that's the shit that um, where I would love to see that go is is I'd love to see that because that's it's shit that's actually making a real impact on people's lives. Yeah. So that's you're not. So your business is, you know, obviously you're making money. Obviously, you're happy about that. But you're getting more yeah. satisfaction out of just knowing that you're changing people's lives and making people feel good. Yeah, it's it, it is. a It's the driving force behind everything, because. Whenever, uh, just a little advice from everybody that always told me, they were like, just always be yourself. Yeah. Always stay true to who you are. If you chase that almighty dollar, you will be fucked. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, you do need money to make money, I believe. Yeah. And Let's... you do, and you do, I mean, I started with, you know, very, very small amount of money to do this, but I grind for a long period with, without it. Yeah. And and then now that we're here to do the big things that we want to do. Yeah. Like you have to have significant amount of money. You yeah. have to. And it's it's scary as fuck. Yeah. But you Yeah, you got to take a chance. I mean, no reward, no rewards without a sacrifice, right? So That's it. Got to try. Um I was watching uh Andy Frazilla. I follow Andy Andy Frazilla from First Form. Oh yeah. And uh he's great to follow. He's always got really good insight on business and things like that. But he basically says your business is all give. If you want to be wealthy, if you want to be successful, if you're chasing the wealth or chasing the success, you're probably going to be a fucking failure. And if you're, if you just giving and giving and giving the wealth will appear. And I feel like that's kind of the way my life has gone and kind of the people that I see that are successful, 
that's kind of the way they conduct themselves. It is. So. And, and, and seeing his brother, Sal, yeah. at that event, like I was like, uh, I watched it occur. I watched it all day long. Yeah. Like out of the corner of my eye, I paid attention. I'm like, ooh, buddy. Yeah. Like they, they do have something special. And, you know, they are, they're also sharks. I would oh, I know. say yeah. the one thing that I, that I got from him was Sal is the nicest, most ruthless motherfucker. <laughs> I ever met. Yeah. But those are I, good good qualities to have together. I yeah. thought they were great. Yeah. You, have to be fucking, you have to be fucking ruthless. You have to be. Ruthless. But you don't got to be a fucking cocksucker to everybody. And I he think it's finding, the, it's finding the balance. And he did such a good job. Like I said, there's not many people that I look up to and say like, man, you got some shit. Yeah. Like he had qualities that I would love to attain in my life because those are that's that's the good shit you yeah, know of course. and you should always i think you should always as as a person as whatever you're trying to achieve in your life whether it be bodybuilding whether it be you know ice skating or whatever the fuck it is business yeah, yeah. you should always have somebody to look at that you'd be like i really like some of those qualities or i like don't try and be that person but find yeah. the qualities that they have and be like man i would love to and just you know take it into your head and use it in your spare time of 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 being an introvert and yeah. like be like i'd love to mold myself into me with that quality yeah you know and that's and that's the same with bodybuilding that i did i was like you know i love jay cutler but i wasn't being 300 pounds yeah you know and then when it comes to posing it was like who do i what does my physique look like who can i use as like a, a blueprint to yeah. start my posing and and i think that's how we can evolve is to find good people that that we might connect with yeah grow. i agree um we've been on for a while and i don't want to keep you longer so i want to ask if you'll come back because I, we didn't even get a chance to talk about comp competing or making people force you to compete again or any of the good <laughs> shit that you love to talk about <laughs> so but i do have one question before we we sign off um will you vote for bernie sanders in the next election <laughs> Okay, for, you don't have to answer it. Just come on. I, you're wearing a Space Force shirt. I already got. I already. I already. Uh, I see what you're doing. You're like, I should wear my Bernie shirt. My fucking feel. My feel the burn. Oh man, um, politics is just a nightmare. It's you know, it's not a nightmare. It's fun. You know what? Me, you, and Branch. I thought had a fucking great time when you were here, oh. and I actually learned a lot from talking to you guys about your side of the fucking aisle. Oh, yeah. I learned, because I, I don't think there's actually a side. I think every normal person has a little bit of both. But I learned a lot from sitting with you guys and just hearing your fucking opinions because you're able to fucking articulate them without being assholes. Oh, absolutely. And it's so. and the thing is, too, it's, it's tough because, like you said, every I think now in 2019, everybody can agree on, like, the base of things. Yeah. The problem is, yeah. is the elitists everywhere in the country, in the world, kind of have an agenda that we can't control and they use us against each other yeah i agree with that i saw a meme that says i don't know what's wrong with everybody i just want what did he say i just want to own a gun smoke weed and go to my gay friend's wedding like (laughs) (laughs) it was a meme and i'm like yeah oh yeah. my god that's like yeah. my life that's like, it yeah i don't know i don't know why can't we agree on that it works yeah. yeah i think and i agree with you i think we can agree on it i think it's just the fucking way the media hits if you're listen you're either red or you're fucking blue and if you're not red then fuck you or if you're not blue then fuck you 
And I just don't think that's, I don't think that's the way anybody has to be. If you don't see that that's what's occurring. Yeah. You have a problem and it's a little scary because that's, that's the scariest part about it because if you can't see that we're pinned against each other, like from the media, it's a little scary because that's kind of their goal and it's working because we are pinned against each other because there is some, there is some serious shit going on and it's a little scary because I got two kids that are going to grow up in it and it's kind of, it's going to be, it's going to be intense. I had a good conversation with Evan about this and I think if people just learn to respect one another and watch, step outside their echo chamber and, and just step into somebody else's news network or read some independent news stuff or just talk to other people. Like, listen, me and you don't agree on everything, but I I respect your opinion and we can talk and we can talk about it. And I think that's, I think it all comes down to respect. I think when you start laughing at the other side, Oh, they're stupid. Oh, they're this, Oh, they're that. Then you're, you're losing respect. You don't have any fucking nothing to talk about anymore. That word is something that I believe is lost in society. Yeah. Respect is lost on so many different levels. And if you, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's intense. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, we're we're not going to, we're not going to solve politics. I just wanted to fuck with you a little bit, but, um, what, uh, is there anything you want to portray? Any message you want to put out there? Anything you want to plug before we go? Bro, just uh, for for everybody, thank you for all for this. This is great. I'm excited to. I appreciate you being on, man. About everything, it's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, the the thing that I will say to everybody is just make sure you are the best motherfucker you can be at life. Everything yeah. you do, you know that's the, the the thing that I wake up. We talked a whole lot about how things are, but from the second I wake up, whatever I am, whatever task I am going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the best at it that I can be. Whenever I make coffee, I'm like, I'm going to make coffee really well right now. I'm not going to half-ass it because I want to drink it. I want it to be good. Yeah. I'm going to go wake my kids up in the morning. When I go wake my kids up, I wake them up. I love them. I give them kisses. I wake them up. Be like, it's time to start today. Let's go. Yeah. Like, get them excited. <laughs> because you are, I'd imagine most people listening are males or females, but you have to understand you are the pinnacle yeah. in your life. You are it. And the more... The, the better of a person you are at everything, the more people just fucking gravitate to you. You become a magnet. And if you have kids, they're watching every move. Yeah. So it's like whatever you're doing, whether it's for 10 minutes or two hours, be the best motherfucker yeah. you can be at it. Well, the best advice I could give. I appreciate that advice a lot. And I think a lot of people could, uh, could use that. And one of the ways, one of the way, one of the things I always say that kind of matches that is, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So if you're a shithead and you're lazy as fuck when it comes to this one thing, you're probably doing all your shit that way. So, probably. yeah. So just, yeah, what you said is, is really valuable because even making a coffee or doing whatever you're doing is, it's all about the way you do shit. So, yep. listen, I appreciate you being on. Are you going to come back? Damn right. This is good times. Yeah, man. I, uh, I think people are, about, we, I can't wait to talk about old times. Like, <laughs> Like competing. Yeah, yeah. We'll be. I we'll talk more bodybuilding next time. I hope people don't get upset that we didn't talk enough bodybuilding, but I think we got some in. But I'll I'll have you back on soon, and uh, we'll have some good conversations, man. I appreciate you coming on, my man. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, brother.